Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to the Urban Wire, brought to you by the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, where we share the light on issues that matter in the urban community. Hit us up at www.youtube.com forward slash already know this is the Urban Wire, and we are back. I know it's been for a couple of weeks since we've been on, but we're finally back on air. You know, I'm just rushing around here trying to get everything ready for the show. <clears throat> and, um, you know, it's, oh, man, it's almost been uh, about two or three weeks since we did a show. So, you know, we're just going to get back in the swing of things, and we're going to go to the lines. <clears throat> and um, is this Michael? Yes. All right, uh, we're back. Um, so how's it feel to be back for another episode? Fine as always. Can't wait to see what we're going to get into. Yes, this is going to be a this is going to be a pretty interesting show tonight. We got a lot lined up. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, and we're just going to jump right into things because I hope we can get through a lot. Um, it's going to be a controversial show, but but fun as always, you know. Um, I've been hearing more people, you know, I go out in public, you know, people, you know, saying how they like the show and, you know, the things that they agree with and maybe not agree with. It's just really fun to hear people's different opinions and stuff like that. Uh, we did a, kind of like a poll today. Well, I did a poll on my page, so we're going to get to that later on. Because right now I'm sitting here eating me a Debbie cake. <laughs> and it's kind of... <laughs> And Michael knows where I'm about to go with this because a right now he's a ho ho or a ding dong. Um, no comment. Okay. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to put all that out there. You know, I gotta leave that. You know, some of that. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But yeah, we're gonna talk about that later because um, a friend of mine went through a situation. We're gonna talk about it later. This man was trying to holler at her, but this man couldn't even buy her a damn Hostess cupcake. So we're going to talk about that later. We're going to get into that later because I tell you, it's, it's some stuff. Girl, we got some stuff going on. And Miss DeAndre, she will be in here later on. And, you know, it's, it's just going to be a really good show. So just keep it locked. We're going to go to... Um, a couple songs, then we're going to come back and we're going to jump into um, our politics session. In the second hour, we're going to do our uh, entertainment, as always. So, um, once again, you are listening to The Urban Wire, episode 15. Um, and later on, too, I want to throw this out here, too. We will be talking about Lady Gaga, and we're going to be talking about um, a controversial topic with her, um, discussing if she's really for the LGBT community. So, we're going to talk about that. And um, we're just going to have a good show. 
So keep it locked. If you want to, you can um, jump in on chat. Um, we had the chat room open. Um, you can call us at area code 646-915-8200. Um, we're going to go to a little bit. Hmm, let's see what we're going to do. I want to start the show out with some Nicki Minaj. We're going to go um, to uh, one of her new cuts called Check It Out, featuring Will I Am from the Black Eyed Peas. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. Um, like I said, feel free to call in, um, join us on the chat. And also we have a Facebook fan page, so if you would like to uh, send us like any questions or anything on there, or comments or anything about the show, feel free to hit us up there. We're on Twitter, and we're on YouTube, too. Um, so get on there, subscribe to our page. We're going to be having some videos coming up on there soon. So just keep it locked, and um, we'll be back after this song.
$105 a barrel, gas prices are moving sky high. The national average is now $3.50 a gallon for regular unleaded. For the trucking industry, it's even worse. Diesel prices are averaging close to $3.90. Any vehicle that uses diesel fuel has seen their prices go up as fast as gasoline and in some cases even faster. Pollock Paper is one company where higher fuel costs are starting to make a dent. Owner Lonnie Pollock says those costs are quickly getting pushed on to consumers. Every single supply that we get in comes by truck. And today, uh, freight lines, 
UPS, you know, FedEx, the regular shippers, everybody is adding surcharges and passing through that rapidly rising price of fuel to us, who in turn obviously are going to have to pass it through to our customers, who in some cases will pass it on to their customers. So, And with the nation heavily dependent on interstate trucking to move goods around, higher fuel costs aren't just being gauged at the pump. But at the end of the day, um, the price of gas is the price of gas, and we don't control that at all. But these guys do. Traders at the New York Mercantile Exchange react to several situations in determining the price of crude oil. But the unrest in Libya is throwing caution to the wind. We're reacting on rumors. We're reacting on, you know, what's happening in Libya. I mean, this is a total overreaction, you know, on a lot of people's parts. I mean, let's see exactly where this is taking us. But, you know, unfortunately, you're seeing this market just scream out of the gate, and you, you just can't say, well, I'm going to stick to my gun. And, and traded as a technical market. you got to throw technicals out the window at this point. Oil prices are up 26% since February 15th. But at $105 a barrel, many economists don't see a major shift in inflation or the economic recovery. $100 we can withstand. If it gets up more towards $150, where we were at the peak back in 2008, then I think it becomes much more difficult to get through it. But as traders here on the floor of the Merck will tell you, it's not simply the fear that the Libyan government will fall, it's the fear that other countries could soon follow. It's a very volatile situation. I mean, you can have a civil war just spread, you know, to the next country. Ed Donahue, The Associated Press. Are we back? I think we're having some technical difficulties. Hello? Hello? There we go. Oh, okay, I had a uh, technical difficulty there. Um, so what do you um, feel about that, like, um, now that you kind of hear that we're not the only one, ones that are in this situation, but... Yeah, like, I mean, it's... About, yeah. It's sad that it's a chain reaction, and I'm sure the people over in Libya, but obviously, surely to God, Libya is not the only country. I mean, it's like, what, a couple of refineries. You know, there's all kinds of them in the Middle East. Is this really a necessary called-for thing, or is this just an excuse for the oil companies to make money? That would be my question. I I really feel that it is an excuse, but like you know, listening to this um, clip, I kind of feel like this is just like a projection. It's not really. I mean, they're pretty much going off of you know what they see that's going on. It's not like they necessarily have to even um, increase the prices like that, you know. So it's just it's just really it's really scary. It's it's. You know, it's really scary that we're that dependent upon, you know, foreign oil, oil to where, you know, um, you know, where we have to almost like, you know, um, struggle just to, you know, uh, keep oil in our vehicles. And like you said, like, you know, like a lot of our, um, like a lot of the things that we, we receive every day are dependent upon, you know, um, you know, uh, trucks and things like that to deliver like 
So it's just kind of like scary that we're that dependent upon like like foreign oil, you know. And it's just oh, yeah. it's, and, you know we're the ones that have to feel the brunt of that, you know, with these prices, you know, on the, on the rise like that. So it's it, it's it's a lot to think about, you know. Um, and I think you know with this whole conflict going on over there, I, I can see that it's you know I've heard in, like some reports saying that it's going to be well over four dollars. Maybe oh, it, like, you didn't know, it get above four dollars a lot? Yeah, I mean it, that's you know, and when it got to that point, I mean it was, you know, a lot of businesses started you know struggling because like they have to you know kind of absorb that cost, which they had to pass that cost off you know on the to the consumer and stuff like that. So we're gonna all feel feel that punch, you know. So it's it's just one of those things we're just gonna have to kind of like deal with it until whatever happens over there resolves itself or whatever. So, um, I don't know, but from what I heard, it might, might even be a little worse than last time. So, uh, yeah. So I don't know. Like it, it seems like I'm at the gas pump. If not every day, it's just like every other day. And it's just, I mean, $20 used to go a long way in gas, but now, I no, think it's $42 today for a half a tank. Yeah. Of course, now, ladies and gentlemen, I have a Jeep Grand Cherokee, and it's an older model, so, yeah, you can imagine it's, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's an ouch when you go by the gas station. Yeah. And like I said, it's just it's something that we here in Indiana, it, it, it affects us more than any, you know, in, you know, in many places because, like, a lot of people can just, you know, get on, you know, especially places like Chicago, New York, D.C., <clears throat> people can depend on mass transit to get around. And they, they can buy, like, a monthly pass or however they do it, and they'll still come out on top versus people like us here in Indiana that have to uh, use vehicles to get to point A to point B. We're the ones that's really selling it, you know, the hardest. Right, you know, so it's it's just one of those things we just gonna probably have to bite the bullet until, you know, you know that conflict is resolved over there, you know. But who's to say that this may not set off a chain reaction? You know, you, you never know how these things, you know, pan out. So this is one of those things we just have to keep our fingers crossed and um, crossed and like you know just hope for the best, you know. So, right, right. I don't know. So did you have anything that you wanted to uh, mention? I know you were telling me about uh, something going on in the Catholic Church, and I, I didn't know if you still wanted to um, share that with the uh, audience. Gosh, I'm not fully prepared on that. In short, uh, the Pope a couple years back had released a book dealing with the life of Jesus. And in the... Here this year, he's releasing part two to that book, which is going to be entailing the crucifixion, the resurrection, and things like that of Jesus' life, those aspects. And this time, the Pope has done something that kind of surprised me. He actually goes out and completely exonerates the Jewish people of any... Well, if you look at the anti-Semitic 
confused over the years. Their main argument was in the anti-Semitic premise that, well, they killed Jesus. And Pope is going out there to firmly say on record, which it's kind of been alluded to over the years but never plainly put out there, where he is saying, you know, I'm completely exonerating the Jewish people and saying, listen, you know, we can show by the Gospels out there that this was a select few church members, a few select priests in the hierarchy, and uh, some Barabbas supporters. And, you know, it was a few select bad apples, basically, that done this matter and caused the whole thing to happen. So, hey, you know, we're not going to look at that, and that's going to be the official standpoint of the church, which is good, but, you know, makes you wonder why this couldn't have been pretty much said years ago. Right, right. <clears throat> well, um, you know, I really, like, when you get a chance, I could, we might be able to touch back upon this, like, on on Thursday show, but um, I just wanted to give the, give the audience um, an update on that, because I know Michael always, you know, he, he follows, you know, what's going on in the Catholic Church, you know, so I wanted, wanted you guys to get... Um, a little foretaste to that, and um, if at all possible, we might touch back on it on um, this Thursday. But yeah, that's going on in the Catholic Church, and also I want to move on to this um, article I found on PoliticsDaily.com. Just just something that was a little interesting. Um, dealing with Sarah Palin. Oh Lord! And this, yeah, um, this <laughs> sorry was that out loud. <laughs> Yeah, this it's one of those things. It's, it's like a never-ending saga, you know. It's just, it's just like a sitcom. It's always another plot. It's always another damn day, you know. And and, and the bullshit never ends. So this um, this this article, I'm gonna read read it to you. It's entitled "Sarah Palin's Parents: We Sleep with Guns After Death Threats." And this article was written by uh, Christopher Weber, and um. He is a correspondent to um, the um, to Politics Daily, and he he writes pretty good articles. A lot of times when I get on his website or or we read um, certain things on the show, I, I like to um, kind of like reference him because he's a pretty good writer. But the article reads: um, Sarah Palin's father says he and his wife have taken to sleeping with guns after the family started receiving death threats. In an interview with BBC News, Chuck said, a man recently sent he and his wife, Sally, photocopies of of a receipt for a gun he had bought along with a photocopy of of a one-way ticket to Alaska. The man was later arrested by the FBI, but Palin's father said, the incident rattled the family. Quote, we sleep with the guns, unquote, Chuck Heath said in an interview at his home in Wasilla, Alaska, where Sarah Palin was mayor. Palin's mother, Sally Heath, admitted to BBC that she has concerns about the safety of her daughter and grandchildren now that Sarah Palin is in the national spotlight. Quote, she knows how I feel. That it's risky, unquote. Palin's mother said of her daughter's potential 
presidential presidential candidacy. In an, in another um, news report, Politico um, reported the former Alaska governor slam comedian Kathy Griffin, Griffin, I'm sorry, as quote a bully unquote for her jokes in, in at the expense of Palin's family. In her stand-up, Griffin has taken frequent shots at Palin's daughter Bristol. She teased the younger Palin, um, yeah, the younger Palin for apparently gaining weight during her stint on ABC's Dancing Dancing with the Stars. Palin said in the interview on Fox News that she's okay with being singled out for ridicule. Quote, but leave my kids alone. Unquote. Quote, Kathy. Griffin can do anything to me or say anything about me, Palin said. Quote, she's a 50-year-old adult bully and has and a has-been comedian. Wow. Griffin will soon appear on the Fox show Glee playing a Palin-inspired character. (laughs) So that was was a little interesting um, little bit of information I wanted to share with you guys. But to me, can I if jump in on that stuff. for a couple of points? Huh? Can I jump in on that for a couple of points? Go ahead. You know, I'm about to okay. unleash the yeah, unleash the dragon. Okay. First of all, the family has to sleep with guns. Number one, you've got relatives, close relatives, immediate relatives that are in politics. What did you expect? You know, if you're in politics, people are going to agree and people are not going to agree. And people that don't agree tend to get hot-headed. So what did honestly, what do you expect? If you're in the political limelight, it's going to happen. As far as had to go buy guns, come on now. They're from Alaska. They've already got them. All right. Now, you know they've already got them. Wow. Number three, um, really, I, I mean, it's going- Sarah Palin. What would they expect? They don't like her. <laughs> Funny, I'm gonna tell you. Like honestly, the way I feel is, if 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 you put yourself there out, out there as a joke, then you're gonna be perceived as a joke, and people are not gonna take you seriously. Right? Like, it's it's horrible. Like you know, it's just I just I don't understand why. And, it, and it's really sad that now her parents are the ones, you know, that are receiving death threats. You know, it, it's 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 sad that her actions. And her stupidity is starting to affect other members of her of her family. Yeah, it's you know, sad. But and, I'm sure it goes with the territory. Yeah, yeah. So it's just one of those things. Um, we're going to go to the line. We have a few callers that have called in. Three one three. Do you have a question or a comment? Three one three. Oh, I'm just listening. Just listening at this one. Okay, well, thank you for listening. Okay, we'll get back with you in a little bit. All right. Two nine four. Do you have a question or a comment, or are you just listening at this point? I'm just listening right now. Thank you. All right. Well, we want to thank our callers so far. Hopefully, you guys can hang with us for a little bit. Uh, We will in the next. in the next 30 minutes, we will get to our entertainment beat. Um, tonight, we have a couple things that we're going to be discussing. Um, right now, we're doing our political uh, part of the show. Um, other things that we're going to be talking about later, 
Let's keep it locked. In the next hour, we're going to be talking about Lady Gaga. Is she or is she not an embarrassment to the LGB community? And I know these queens are out here listening, so if you got something to say, we're going to need you to call in. Also, uh, we're going to be talking about, um, what else are we going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about, in the entertainment beat, we're going to be talking about Chris Brown and um, his recent um, picks that have surfaced, his um, XXX picks that have recently surfaced. Now, mm-hmm. I know Miss Deandra is going to give us the tea on that next hour because <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, you know, I, you know, I, mm, I, I just I just don't even know because there's been some questions about you know some things you know what I'm saying so we we, we just gonna get to that in the next hour and also we're gonna um get to the whole Nicki Minaj and Little Kim beef you know um Little Kim has a mixtape out now and that little um, diss track that she did she has an official. Uh, music video out, so we're going to be discussing that in a 10.30 out, well, between 10.30 and 11 o'clock, so uh, just keep it on lock. Now, I want to get to, um, there's another story that I want to get to, um, and it's, it's kind of more like on the entertainment beat, but, uh, you know, we might bring it up back up in a little bit when DeAndre gets here, but I kind of wanted to mention the whole Charlie Sheen um, drama, Oh yeah. Now for those yeah, for those who haven't heard, um Warner Brothers has officially fired him. And um we have a clip on that real quick. I'm gonna play this clip and then we're gonna come right back and we're gonna start discussing this. Um we're gonna probably bring it up more in the second hour, but um I just wanna um get this um topic started because I have a lot to say about this. So we're gonna go um to this clip. And when we come back, I'm going to get my two cents, and then whoever else wants to jump in, you know, feel free to jump in. Charlie Sheen is officially out of a job. Warner Brothers Television says it has fired the actor from the hit sitcom Two and a Half Men. The studio, which produces the CBS series, says it made the decision after what it calls careful consideration. In a text message to the AP, Sheen wrote, quote, F*** them, they lose. Warner already suspended production for the season in response to Sheen's erratic personal life. Ever since, the actor has been waging an angry media campaign against the show's producers. As for the future of the show, Warner says no decision has been made. Laurie Neff, The Associated Press. All right, we are back. Now, this is this is my thing about the whole situation. Now... I just I don't understand this. Like, how can one person be so arrogant, and how can someone have like a career like he's he's had? Like, I mean, this man is like this is one of his shows that has really pretty much brought him major success. How can you just throw it all away by being stupid? I just I don't understand that. You'd be, I mean, like, oh, look how many times he's been in and out of rehab. I mean, now. Yeah. God love him. If he's going in there and he's truly getting off of the stuff, great. But the fact that he keeps going back means he keeps going back to the stuff. So, you know, it's I kind of can't help but wonder, you know, how much 
how much of it isn't chemically induced by some addictive substance. Yeah. You're right. But, hell, I mean, if you can be a functioning, I'm, I've seen functioning crackheads and crack addicts and alcoholics that can hold it together better than he can. Now, yeah. I'm going to tell you, <laughs> if millions like that, that's enough incentive for me to keep my damn mouth shut. Yeah. I mean, I, that's how I feel about it. But, I mean, this man is like, man, they they said he flew off the handle. He, he, he threw insults at the writer of the show. I mean, he, he is really going off the deep end. And I'm like, wow. I mean, he really needs some help. And now he is out of a job. I mean, this show was such a you know, really uh, success, and it's really sad to see that he just threw it all away, you know, because he had a little beat. I mean, you know, that's just that's part of the territory. Like, you know, that's with any job. You're going to have to deal with people that you don't like, you know, and sometimes it's just better to agree to disagree, you know. But I, I just really think that is so unfortunate, and I just think that is just that's just ridiculous that um, that someone of his status, you know, um, has an addiction that's so so bad that they can't even you know um, keep themselves composed. And the thing about it is, you know, he's he's going on all these interviews, making all these statements, and you never know. You know what bridges you're burning. Oh yeah. You know, and, and he's burning yeah, a lot of bridges because nobody's going to want to work with him in the future. Yeah, but when you look at the people who suffer from addictions, they burn a lot of bridges over the years. <laughs> hmm Yeah. So. We have, I'm going to send a shout-out real quick. My girl, Miss Nina, she's in um chat room. She's um, She has a, a really popular channel, uh, channel on um, YouTube called Much Love from Kentucky, and she just sent me a shout-out in the chat room. So I just wanted to give her a shout-out and tell her that um, um, we, we thank you for listening in. If you want to give us a call, you know, we're online at 646 8200 you know what I'm saying So um, Yeah Just just hit us up I'm probably going to get with her in a minute Because I'm going to go to a break here shortly But um, I just wanted to touch on that Charlie Sheen um, Thing real quick Um, Did you have anything else that you wanted to mention Real quick before we go to a quick song No I have to admit I'm pretty ill prepared for this time (laughs) Yeah All right. Well, we're going to go to a quick song real quick because i got to uh, take care of a few household things. So when we come back, we're going to jump into our other entertainment beat. And um, hopefully um, DeAndra, she's, she's going to be here in the next 20 minutes. So um, keep it locked. This is the Urban Wire. And um, we're going to go to this song, and then we're going to be right back.
blue in the face like John Joker. I'm breaking the cake for less fame. I'm taking the game, the game's mine. Yeah, I witness the change, it's my time. Yeah, I'm new to the game, but y'all might wanna say you act rap, stay light, save the time. I can dance, homie, I don't do that. Yeah, I'm looking at something like a true player. A girl told me that a man that can dance might could possibly get down with the tools in his hand. Now I'm a lady, let me see it vibrate. And when it's over, you ain't gonna need to burn. Cause I'm a pro, make you bend your back low, then the pound of real bad, just like the percolate. Facebook and I got a lot of responses to this because what do you do 
if a man trying to holler at you, I, I just need to know this because I'm going to open up the lines on this one. What would you do if a man's trying to holler at you, right, and he's been trying to get over to your house, right, and you, you're an independent woman, and you're doing your thing, you know what I'm saying, you you doing you, you know what I'm saying, you, you know, and you just, whatever, you've been talking to this guy, y'all just whatever, just flirting back and forth, you know, and the girl ain't really thinking about it. And this this happened to a friend of mine. I'm not going to mention her name, but she knows I'm talking about this on the show because I just couldn't believe this when she told me this. Now, what would you do if a man was trying to holler at you and you asked him to bring you over a little Debbie cake and he said he couldn't afford it? He ain't got that much. <laughs> girl, what, girl, what would you do? Cause I, I, I'm trying to figure that out. How are you trying to spit game to me and you can't even buy me no damn 25-cent Snack cake? Are you are you really are you serious? Oh. I mean, are you serious? You can't buy me no damn snack cake, but you trying to get up in my cake, <laughs> and then you trying to then you trying to ski some damn icing on my cake, but you can't buy me no damn no damn hostess, no damn no. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying I'm trying to figure this out because I'm gonna get to these responses, but I'm gonna go to the line real quick, and, and I, I I need to know. What would you do if a man was trying to holler at you and he couldn't even buy you no damn snack cake? Three three one. What would what, what would you say? Bye bye. Bye bye. Time to go, sweetie. <laughs> bye bye. How about it, girl? Uh huh. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Like, I mean, like seriously. But you know what? I know a lot of women that would probably like fall for that shit. Like they. A man can probably tell them any damn thing. They could probably tell them that weak ass shit, and they they will probably still go for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, I'm not even worth a damn dollar. Like I, I you know what I'm saying? I'm not even worth a dollar. You 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 wouldn't even stand a chance with me. You would not stand a chance with me. I'm I'm just sorry. But I'm, I'm sorry. Mm Michael, what would you say? I mean, what would you say about that situation? I I think at first there would be that long, awkward, silent moment of the, seriously? I can't, like, shake a couple quarters out of some couch cushions or something? I'm like, damn. Well, honey, that would, that, would, um, that would require you to have a damn couch or have a damn place to have a couch in. Well, then the follow-up to that, I think, would be, uh... Oh hey, look at the time. Gee, it's been great, but I gotta go. <laughs> Girl, I'm telling you the damn thing. That don't make no damn sense. Now we're gonna go to some of the comments online. Okay, I posed this question. Now, um, Joseph from Indianapolis wrote, "It's not all about the money or what oh, they can, what they can or cannot buy." I personally think that it's some superficial stuff, and I don't believe that some people. Act like that. I go with the flow, and I think that everybody should live that way. But that is my opinion, and that's all it is. Well, what I got to say to that is, okay, I understand that relationships and stuff like that shouldn't be based solely on money, but to me, I mean, come on, we got to have standards. Like, seriously, because if, if a man can't even... Buy you a damn snack cake? What, I, I mean, how, what, what's he gonna he gonna take to you? This is I my mean, thing. Seneca, mm-hmm. can I say this? This is my thing. If he can't buy you a little Debbie cake, what if y'all watch that movie? 
right, I'm sorry, I'm back. I got disconnected again. I'm having really bad technical difficulties tonight. But um but yeah, that's that's crazy. That's a crazy scenario. Like I just wanted to bring that to you. We're gonna probably revisit that later on. Um at the ten thirty, around ten thirty, between ten thirty and ten forty five, Miss DeAndre should be in here and uh we're gonna be talking about little gay uh Lady Gaga tonight. And I really wanted to get on this topic because um, I've been hearing more people, um, you know, as I, you know, go out to the clubs or just, you know, talk to different people or just meet different people that have um, had, that were formerly like Lady Gaga fans, how a lot of them are starting to be turned off about, you know, how she kind of puts the gay community out there. And I wanted to touch on that topic because, um, we as as a as a gay community, a lot of people um tend to take advantage of us because uh, we 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 are in a position to where we we tend to have more disposable income and the thing about the gay community is like a lot of us run the fashion industry we we run the entertainment industry, and the thing about it is it's like uh, we have a lot of extra income because a lot of, you know, a lot of gay men, but keep it real, you know, we don't have, you know, some of them, like many of us don't have kids. We don't have, you know, um, a lot of mouths to feed. Usually it's just us that we're taking care of. So a lot of people try to uh, cater to our community, and they try to uh, take advantage of us because they know that we have that, that, that uh, disposable income, and, you know, we're that type of people, we, when we support somebody, we support people. And I know a lot of people are now starting to catch on to Lady Gaga, and they see how um, she really panders more, if anything, towards gay men. And it's like one of those things, like when, when you see her out, we're like her slaves, like especially on her videos and stuff like that, we're her little slaves or her little, little I don't know what you would call it, but it's just one of those things like to where um, it's it's almost like when you see her, it's always like she has to make like some big statement, you know, about gays. Like to me, it's just like she's putting us all out there like we're freaks, and I'm sorry. I don't identify with that. To me, I'm I'm just me. I'm an everyday hardworking man, you know, I'm, you know, I just I don't identify with that. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things to where she's she's putting out the gay community, the LGBT. Well, she's not even representing them. You know, it's just it's just like to me. I think it's a marketing ploy, and I think that you know it's sad that a lot of people have not caught on to that. And I know a lot of you know I know the girls. A lot of them went out to see her when she was here in concert. Uh, I was wanting to say that was like last summer she was here, and a lot of people was really turned off by her. Like um, one friend of mine was talking about how he went to the concert and after he went there he was just done. Like they said she's she's a mess. She's real preachy. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like she's real. I don't know. Can you can you clarify for me the preachy part? What you mean by that? Well, when I say by preachy, like she's. She came here telling us, yeah, you guys need to do this and you guys need to do that. 
And it, it, it was just like one of those things that she was kind of like talking down to, like, like the, the gay men here. And she was just like, it, it was like she was like standing on a soapbox, like trying to preach to everybody. Now, I didn't go to it. I didn't go to the concert, but from what I heard, that's just how she came across to people. And it was like really offensive to some people. And it really wasn't what they thought it would be. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, I don't know. Like, to me, I, I just, I've never been able to put my finger on it, but I just, I've never really been able to get on the Lady Gaga bandwagon. I, just, I, just, I, I think that it's, a, that. it's definitely a select group of people that are her following because of her outlandish, um, I don't know if outlandish is the proper term, her artistry is kind of out there for some people, and it definitely has its own select group of audience that it appeals to, but how all the gay guys, how the LGBT community got stuck with that, I'm not sure. But Well, the thing about it is, like, they say that she's, like, really unique because she came from New York, and, and she was a part of the party scene, and a friend of mine kind of explained it to me. Um, he was telling me how the reason why, where that comes from, when you see her in these, like, these these different, like, outfits that she puts together and stuff like that, she says that's a part of the quote-unquote party scene that is in New York, which is not really big here in the Midwest, but you see more of the, like, real flashy outfits, which kind of, like, brings forth the originality of that person or the individual it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's a step under the drag scene, but it's just I, I like... I follow you, though. I see where you're going with it. Yeah, and, and, but you say it's not really as big as it used to be, though. Right. But it's just, one, it's just one of those things where it's just it's a particular thing, and I guess it's probably why I can't really get into it because I'm more... I mean, and you know how the scene here is in Indianapolis. It's more conservative. It's not really liberal here. Right, you know what I'm saying. We we have we have several like gay clubs here, but even the like this city's conservative in general. Even the gay scene is conservative, so you don't really even see a lot. Conservative and respectful is that loud? Yeah, if you see that here in Indianapolis, if somebody come out to the club looking at food, your ass is gonna get talked about like here. You know what I'm saying? As if you like versus if you go to New York or you go to a bigger city, that's probably something that's in the norm, but if you come here looking like that, honey, them girls are going to talk about your ass like a damn dog. I'm going to keep it real with you. Yeah. So, I guess that's the difference between, like, you know, uh, the scene here or in the Midwest, which, you know, the Midwest is more conservative anyways versus, like, you know, on the East Coast in general, you know what I'm saying? So, right. um, I guess I kind of understand why she dresses like that in those outfits now, now that he broke it down to me. But still at the same time, I just, I, even though that's her way of expressing herself, I kind of think she takes it to the extreme. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you have you have heterosexual people, which I really think she's actually more straight. I just, I just, I don't buy the fact that she's bisexual. I don't buy that. But you have heterosexual people that support the gay community, but they don't feel like they have to come out and be all outlandish and have to always make a statement about it 
or always sure. have to put themselves out there or make the whole community look like a like a bunch of freaks. You, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of how that's where I stand at with it. Yeah, but you if we um, and I don't know how much do you think? And I know this. I hope. Well, some might think I'm comparing apples to oranges, but how much do you think that she really has in common with, let's say, Madonna of the 80s and 90s? Because Madonna was considered as out there and as outlandish and just pushed the risque factor all the way. Yeah, and you're right about that. But I guess what what really bothers me more about about her is that uh, she she's not original. Well, and I guess you could say the same thing about and I, I can't wait to um, DeAndre get in here because I know she has um, an opinion on this. Mm-hmm. But like to me, like you can almost compare Nicki Minaj like versus um, Little Kim because a lot of people said that you know she's trying to be like Little Kim. So I guess it's one of those things like you know like Lady Gaga. I don't think that she's really. I don't think she's. I, I guess my biggest problem with her, she's not original. And then on top of that, I don't think that she is. That's uh, what I'm looking for. She's not genuine. Like you know what I'm saying. I think she does shit for like shock value. She doesn't do it because that's her. You know what I'm saying. She 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 does stuff to get shock value, and she does it. She 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 does not like a real. I don't want to say authentic. Uh, genuine's a better word. I, I just I don't think that she's really genuine about what she does. You feel what I'm saying? It's just like yeah, I, I follow what you're saying. A, a yeah, disingenuous overtime. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I think she's using the gay community, especially gay men, as her crux. You know what I'm saying? And she's she's doing that, and a lot of people don't realize it. You know, and to me, like. What else can you do? Like, I mean, you've done all this crazy stuff. Honestly, I think she's going to be a fad, and I guarantee you in the next three, four years, she's just going to be one of those people that she's a has-been. And I, and I can almost say that about Nicki Minaj because I think, like, right now, they're both, like, in the limelight. You know what I'm saying? They're here, there, and everywhere. But I think you give them about three or four more years, then I think they're – thing that's going to be going out the window, because one thing I, I always say is, you know, the original's always going to stand, but the, the carbon copies that come after that, they're not going to be, they're not going to be relevant. I just That's just how I feel about it. You feel what I'm saying? Sure. I mean, and a lot of times, the people that they try to emulate or try to be like so hard, they don't give, you know what I'm saying, they don't give credit to you know what I'm saying? They don't pay homage to them, you know. So, you know, it's just one of those things to where, you know, I, it just she, I just don't get good vibes off of her. I just, to me, and I'm getting so sick and tired of people, especially you know when you walk to the gay clubs here in Indianapolis, I'm pissed off because I went to um, a couple weeks ago. Um, they had this drag show at a club here in Indianapolis. I'm not gonna say the name of it, but. One of these uh, queens here in Indianapolis, which she's, which she's pretty pro- prominent here, 
you know, she gets up on stage and she starts preaching after the show, like, girl, I'm going to need you to stay on topic and stay on task because, first of all, I didn't, hear, I didn't come here to hear you preach to me and preach to the audience about who we need to support and why we need to support her. Now, first of all, she pissed me off because she got on stage talking about, you know, you know, all these people making these YouTube videos and this and the other against um, Lady Gaga. Y'all need to jump on the bandwagon. Y'all need to support her and this and the other and blah, 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 blah. He said, it don't matter if you don't like her or not. You need to support her. Now, first of all, the last time I checked, I am an individual. Don't Nobody tells me who I should support, who I should not support, and why or why not, I, you know, I should support them or follow them. Because, first of all, just because she claims to be for the gay people does not necessarily mean that she's for the gay people. Okay, so all right. these little, little dummies walking around here, they don't have any, you know, brains of their own. They want to follow the damn, you know, Joneses. You know, they want to do everything that the damn Joneses is doing. I, I'm over that bullshit because, first of all, I'm an individual. You know what I'm saying? I don't want anybody trying to tell me who I should follow and why I should follow because, if anything, she's making all you motherfuckers look like y'all freaks. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's it's one of those things like um, I, I, I don't like people preaching to me and telling me because I'm this way or that way. I have to follow this person or I have to fit this social standard or I have to follow. You know, I, I'm, I'm not with that. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting so tired of people always trying to tell, you know, you know, I don't know. I, I guess I'm trying, I'm tired of always trying to fit. You know, in a box. Well, you know, I just want to be. Fortunately, busy. that seems to be the way of the world. They try and classify everybody in a box. It seems like. Yeah, I mean that's true. I mean, and I don't know. Like sometimes I kind of feel like that as a black male too. I kind of feel like you know people expect you or expect me to be a certain way or to hang out with a certain group of people or listen to a certain type of music or wear my clothes a certain type of way because I am black or, you know what I'm saying, or I need to act this way or, you know, I can't be educated because I'm a black male, this, that, and the other. It's just like I, I don't like people trying to tell me or try to place me in a box, you know, and I guess that kind of pisses me off too. I've always been that type of person where, um, I like to prove people wrong. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, right. I, I always try to go against the stereotype. You know what I'm saying? And it's and it kind of like gets tiresome sometimes because you know I don't I, I get tired of people like in society always trying to place me in a category or in a box or they have like a certain expectation of me when they meet me. You know what I'm saying? And it's just one of those things. I guess that's kind of the reason why Lady Gaga kind of pisses me off a little bit because it's like she's a, she's encouraging all these negative stereotypes that are out here about gay people. And to me, if you were for the gay people, you wouldn't be perpetuating all this negativity. You, I mean, you see what I'm saying, and I guess that's the, that's the biggest thing that bothers me about her. Like, you have this huge platform to where you can make a difference, but you don't want to make that difference, right? 
So I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's it's just one of those things. Like, I mean, cause I know like you are not necessarily a stereotype either. That's true, and you know, I am an an openly gay man that lives in Southern Indiana and works in a law enforcement oriented career, which tends to be a boys club, and you know. Hey, there's a lot of uh, lot of stereotypes to have to overcome there because they assume that you don't know how to handle it. Right. But we've all, I guess, we've all got our point to make at some point in time. Right, right. right. Well, um, I'm going to go to a quick song. I'm actually going to probably go to a couple quick songs. And I think by the time we get out... Um, Before we get off of this topic, are there any of the callers that have any comments on what we've been talking about here? Well, yeah, but I want to take a quick break because oh, okay. I'm um, waiting for a call to um, call, to call, call in. I think I might just end up dying.
Over there? Hello? Yeah, we're back. Okay. Oh, we're back. We're going to go to another quick song real quick, and uh, when we come back, we're going to continue this conversation. Yeah! yeah. yeah. I need about five of Don Julio shots. Gorilla Joe, Wait a minute. Four. 
Okay. Now, we're going to try this dial-out feature, and we're going to see if we can reach this girl. All right, it says it's dialing out. We'll see. Now, you know I'm going out on the limb. You know, I'm on air right now, so we're going to see if this actually works. You there, Michael? I'm here. Okay. I am waiting with bated breath. Alright, it says it's down. Hello. Hello, girl. Hello. Can you hear me? Dion. I hear you. Huh? Mm-hmm. Now since we, we had to bring the show to you tonight. Well, you know what? I just got from work, actually, so I'm driving home. <laughs> Ooh, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we, we've got this new feature on this show. I've I, I never tried it before because they got all this new stuff on here, honey. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I don't know what, okay, I'm glad it's on. Can you hear us okay? I can hear yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Well, girl, we just we just got on. We've been on air for a little while now, and uh, we've been talking about a couple of things tonight. We've been talking about Miss Gaga and how, like, you know, I didn't, I don't know. Like, we trying to figure out is she really for the LGBT community or is she? I mean, is she not? Like, how do you feel about that? Well, me personally, because I like Gaga. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think she is, and I'm, and me personally, I just think she's sometimes overdue it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why I'm at with that. Yeah. yeah. I think hey, man, like light you down. Tone it down a little bit. Yeah. Well, my thing is, is like, you know, to me, I'm all about the original. You know what I'm saying? And to me, it wouldn't be so bad if she was original. But I'm like so over it, you know what I'm saying? I'm real, I'm really over it. And the thing about it is, it's like I'm so sick of these people telling me and preaching to everybody that we need to support her and we need to do this, that, this, this, and the other because she she gets out here and says this, this, and that about the gay community. And just because she speaks about the gay community, we're supposed to support everything that she does or or says or anything like that. And, and I'm and I'm sorry, like. Like and I, like I was telling you that night when I went out to the club and you know I'm not gonna say her name because everybody knows who this, who this drag queen is, but you know she got on stage trying to preach to everybody, telling them that they need to follow her and this that and the other, and they need to support her and this that and the other. And the last time I checked, this is America. Nobody tells me who I need to support and who I don't need to support. That's my thing. Well, we in a you know what I'm way. saying. It's okay to agree and disagree, so you know. Right, and you know, I don't, I don't. To me, I, you know, I'm sorry. Like to me, I don't live my life like that. I'm not into the party scene. I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So to me, you know, she she lived that, but I I don't live that reality. You know what I'm saying? So don't, but I don't want people to sit up here and tell me that I need to follow her 
when that's not that's not my reality. Okay, I, I appreciate it because you think because you got a bunch of queens around you that that makes you eligible to preach to me or to be, or you know what I'm saying? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm my own individual. I'm sorry. Like, and I don't well, know. Well, I, I don't mean because I know we're on the air, and I don't mean to be hot ghetto and stuff. So I'm going to run the gas station, so I'm going to put you guys on mute for a second. <laughs> okay, then. Okay. But just just continue to um, go ahead and talk and just, you know, update me as you go. Okay. Because I'll, right, okay, I'll cool. be right back. All right. I'm going to mute okay, you for a minute. Cool. Okay. All right. All right. Well, okay. We're going to go to another call real quick, and I'm going to call my cousin Chan because, you know, I'm going to get her, too, because she said she was going to be on here. So I'm going to call her ass up. Hey, <laughs> man. And we're going to pull her up, and we're going to call her, too. Hey, man. Oh, she just texted me, but I'm going to go ahead and call her. All right, 317. Okay, I'm not going to call the number out. That's real hood. That's real ghetto. <laughs> see, I love modern technology because see, we, we we can put people on the spot now. I feel like an actual. I feel like I'm like actually on the air now, where you know I can call out the people. So we might do a couple prank calls sometimes, but we ain't gonna do that this time, you know. But I, I you know, I feel like I'm so. I can do voices. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So we gonna dial up. We gonna see what she's talking about. Phone jack somebody. <laughs> oh, Lord. here we go. <laughs> now she does text me now Talking about she needs to go. You have reached This is George Who? Please leave your message after the tone oh, I, Wait a minute I got the wrong <laughs> Oops Oh, well, let's try this one more again. <laughs> I almost got dyslexia or something. Technical difficulties. Please stand by. <laughs> All right, we're going to see what this Right. I think I got the right number this time. Hello. Hey. Yeah. You are live on air. Oh. Hey everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I said I didn't feel like trying to text you that number. I said, Well, I'm gonna go ahead and call you, so yeah. I don't know. Mhm. Let me see who this number ten ninety five. Who's this four nine two ten ninety five? Hello? Oh, um, you're live on air. Um, do you have anything to add to the conversation? Uh, I just had someone call me, and I missed the call, so I'm calling back. Uh, <laughs> I'm live on air on what? A radio show? Oh, yeah, uh, I think we called the wrong number. I think you did, too. Okay. Okay, Goodbye. so what's your... <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oopsie, okay. I'll just, uh, 
think you caught me. Yeah, okay. Anyway, so how are you doing today, Miss Chan? I'm doing good. How's everybody out there today? Uh, we we're doing all right. You know, Miss DeAndre, she know she know how she is. She's ghetto sad, so you know she had to go uh pin to a couple of things, but she gonna be right back. You know, she had to you know just run in the gas station real quick. But anyways, oh lord, not the gas station. <laughs> I I hate to bow out, but I have had something come up here. I'm gonna have to take a personal call here at home, so I need to bow off and. Uh, Say thanks for having me on, and uh, hopefully we'll do this again sometime soon. Okay, then. All right, All right we'll catch on, Mark. Thanks for having me. Take care, guys. All right. You too. All right, we're on. So we've been talking about a couple of things tonight. Now, remember I told you about that, that girl, one of my friends that said that she had to uh, cut this guy loose because he had the nerve to tell her that he couldn't buy her no Debbie Kate. Yes. Man. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I mean, what do you got to yes. say about these brothers today that just, they just, I mean, like, do you think a lot of women settle for men that can't do anything for them? Like, I mean, how how do you feel about that? Yeah, I do think that they settle for less. Because they come off with this image. You know how sometimes they, I don't know, it's like they come off as something that they're not, like portraying Mm -hmm. themselves to be something that they're not. And then when they find out their true colors and who they really are as a person, it's like they still rather stick around and deal with it. Like, I don't know, like they just hoping for something else. And I don't know, I just don't like people like that. They they sit up here and portray right. themselves to be something that they not. I don't like people right. like that because it just makes you wonder, what else are you lying about? Yeah, you're right. And and, especially you know, when you can't come I, off a quarter. A, a, well, let me let me take that back. 35 cents for a cupcake? What can, really, what could you do for me? There is nothing you could do for me if you can't even buy me no cupcake. I mean, damn. You can't give me a little daddy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And as much as I like little Debbie's, I will fight over a little Debbie cake, especially when you tell me how that's the that's the quick argument right there. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me you can't afford no cupcake, cause uh, I'm a John on your ass. Forget thirty five cents cupcake. You better be able to buy me five. Girl, she said she had the nerve to say that she she was just joking with, cause you know she does, you know my friend, she 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 got herself together. And, you know what I'm saying, she got her own place, her own ride, whatever. You know, her, and, you know, like, this, this guy, he's like a mutual friend of ours. You know what I'm saying? And they've been flirting back and forth for a couple of years. But, you know, she ain't thinking about him because, you know, she already know what Fred's working with. But she was just messing with him because he's been trying to get over to her place for a while. So, you know, she was like, yeah, you know, I'll let you come over. Can you can you give me a little um, Debbie cake? He stopped by the, you know what I'm saying, Give me, you know, bring me up a little snack cake or something. He says, I'm sorry, baby, but, you know, I, I can't afford it. Like, are you kidding oh, me, nigga? Are you serious? I mean, are and you I would, serious? I wouldn't like, have ever answered my phone today. I am telling you, like, these brothers are trifling. Like, I just, I ain't never heard of that before, like, seriously. 
And then it's like they be expecting the most from us as women, you know, as women or whatever. And I just think us as women, we got to represent ourselves better. Like, just don't settle for less. You know what I'm saying? Amen. You got to, like, you got to dig deep with them. Like, especially when they tell you they can't afford a cupcake, ah, that's the quickest way for me to pull up your background. Because if you can't afford no cupcake, I need to see what's going on with you in this background. Yeah. And that's what you, you can't afford nothing at all. Exactly, and it's like, man, you got to, like, really, you got to really dig deep with those type of guys. Like, well, really, you should just cut them off, period, point blank. They just can't afford no cupcakes. Exactly, and I wonder who takes care of you. You living with your mama? Exactly. <laughs> you got to be living with your mama or something. Because that's just, that's, that's sad. Well, y'all, I'm going to call my friend up, and I'm going to see if she's still up, because I want her to tell this story herself, because I I just need I need y'all to hear this. I hope she picks up, because she was, you know, she told me she got yeah, permission. Yeah, this story needs to be told to the world. It really does. Yeah, we're going to call her up real quick on air. Pick up, so I want y'all to hear this. <laughs> well, I thought she, I was hoping she'd be up, but anyway, I just I thought that was just ridiculous. I've never heard of. Like a brother came that damn week to where they have to sit up there and lie about, like, you know what I'm saying? Not even lie. That's just being too honest. Like, I would even made up something like, well, you know. Okay, I want to. Oh, you you find porters every day on the ground. You could have just easily went outside. Found you know what? It ain't like she asked for a pair of shoes. She just asked for a little Debbie snack cake. Okay. Okay. Okay, y'all missed it earlier. I'm going to go through these responses because I posted the question on Facebook, and I wanted to see what everybody had to say about it. All right, this one guy said on here, it's not all about the money or what they can can or cannot buy. But I personally think that it's superficial stuff, and I don't believe that some people should act like that. I go with the Okay, can I make a comment on that because... I need to make a comment on that because okay. you're right, it ain't about the money, but it's a little ridiculous when you can't come up off a quarter that you can find off the ground. Cliff versus this girl with cupcake, are you serious? I don't know. I want to know now. I need to get his name because I want to check his background now. Since you want to defend somebody about a motherfucking quarter, excuse my language. <laughs> girl, okay, we got another comment. They said, tell his ass to step off. I'm just saying, yes. you can do bad all by yourself. This economy is too hard to be trying to take care of a man and yourself and kids if they haven't. Yes. Yes. Okay, we're going to go to yes. another comment. Okay, we have another comment. This woman, she took it to church. She said, I will keep it 100%. I will let him know that God supplies all my needs. If he... What? <laughs> Okay. All right, Miss Lady. 
she says God supplies all my needs, and if he can't do nothing for me, then he has to keep it moving. A good man is hard to find, so I'll let God do it for me. I'm like, all right, girl. Okay, then we had another comment. Um, tell the man to keep it moving. Okay. And then we had our last comment. Um, they just said, just simply ignore him. I said, all right, now. I'm sorry. Like, I just feel that a lot of women need to, like, they need to expect more from these men. Like, seriously. Like, I just, I don't know if it's just this low self-esteem. I just, I don't, I just don't know. But I, I really feel that it's really sad when, a okay. man even feels feels comfortable to say that to you. Hello? Say that one more time. No, I'm just saying I really think it's sad when a man gets to gets to a point to where he feels comfortable to even say that to you. I mean, yeah. for real, like, I mean, that, that, that doesn't, I, I don't know, like, that that's crazy. I have never heard of nothing that pathetic before. That's beyond pathetic. Really. And girl, she said that she seen she ran into this same guy in the supermarket. Cause this guy he used to be married, and like, like the thing about it was he didn't bring nothing to the table, and he he drove like drove like his ex wife's car all the time. He didn't put no gas in the car, but he was trying. He was so busy trying to run the house all the time. And then he used to what? girl, he used to go to the damn swinger club. How you gonna run how you gonna run the house and you not contributing nothing? Girl, I'm telling you this, he said I'm the man of the house and what I say go. But you ain't got nothing to bring to the table. That's ridiculous. That's you know what, he's another one. Girl. And like I he's said, these women person. just you're not about and to leave no orders. You're not coming up off no cash. Yeah, right. Like old girl said about the economy. Economy is too hard, and you out here trying to. Nah, uh, uh-uh. uh. It don't. It don't fly like that. But then a lot it, of these brothers want to want to. Nah. Then a lot of these brothers wonder why a lot of these sisters are now going to white men. Yeah. Because they they ain't gonna deal with no brother that. First of all, he don't he don't want to work either. Girl, do you know he, she told me that he told that he told her that he went to work for an hour and said he shoot. He said he didn't want to work, so he went home. Oh hell no! Oh no! I don't know what's going on with these guys today. It's like they ain't got no morals for themselves. It's like I don't know. It's just like they they're banking on us as women to do everything for them. And that's clearly not what it states. I mean, I'm I'm just going to take it back to the Bible, where it says the man is supposed to be the head of the household. Right. I don't know. That's, that's just ridiculous. I'm disappointed, especially in the, these black brothers. <laughs> that's really supposed to be setting an example or whatever. And they, they just, there's so many of them banking on us to just, just do everything. Ain't nothing wrong with helping somebody. But, nigga, I'm not about to pick you all the way up. <laughs> Shit, you about to help your damn self. But my thing is, I mean, if that's the case, you might as well be by yourself. That's all That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Because, so, I mean, when you think about it, can't no man, I mean, shit, hell. You know, 
what, what, I mean, what is he good at? I mean, anything you can do, you can do for yourself. And I do mean anything. And I'm going to leave it at that. Exactly. I mean, I mean, but that's all these women want. They, 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 they need a man. You know, they don't care. You know, as long as they got a man there, they don't care if he's, he's you know, eating up your children's food. And then they I'd be care. talking about how these, um, how they, because I've heard a guy say this before, too. Um, he'd rather mess with a white woman because a white woman, you know, not trying to put my white girls on blast because I'm far from racist, but, you know, black men just really be turning to these white women like, they supposed to help them pick up with everything too because of their credit and they can sit up here and try to run it up. And that's just straight bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Because um us as black women we do a lot, we do just as much as we do. They do. You know what I'm saying? But y'all wanna sit they wanna sit up here and turn to them and try to reach them at everything because they can't pick their damn self up. That's just real trifling. Yeah, we got another comment on the air. It's on 502. Um, you have a question or a comment? 403, you have a question or a comment? 403, you're on the air. You have a question or a comment? Did you say 403? Yeah, five oh two, four oh three. Yes, this is much love. Oh my goodness. This is my girl, Miss Nina. Oh my goodness. It is such a pleasure to talk to you on the air. Like it is just like wonderful to hear your voice and I just wanted to thank you personally for coming on the air today. Um we're in here talking about a variety of things today and um um right now we're on the topic of you know, we're talking about our brothers now, how they just feel like they can just come to step to step to the sisters any kind of way, and they don't have anything to offer. And what do you have to say? Because right now we're talking about a particular instance. Well, I wish my friend Brittany was on here because she could tell you the story herself. But she, but she was telling me how this man that been trying to get at her, you know what I'm saying? And I think the guy, he ain't really interested in her. He's just trying to, you know, trying to hit it or whatever he's trying to do. But he had the nerve. She, you know, she was just messing around with him because, you know, Brittany, she, she's independent. She takes care of herself. But she was talking about how the man, like this guy, was trying to talk to her. And, you know, she was messing with him, talking about, well, yeah, can you give me a little Debbie cake? And he's talking about he was he, he can't afford it. But, yeah, he's been trying to get over there at her house, trying to, you know, spend the night over there, this, that, and the other. But he ain't bringing nothing. Huh. Okay, here's my thing. Can you hear me? Do I need to turn something down, or can you hear me? Oh, we hear you just fine. Okay. My thing is this, that first of all, he didn't just start exuding this behavior. You understand what I'm saying? He didn't just say, damn, I'm a cheap motherfucker. Oh, I mean, you know. <laughs> now, we keep the real on this show, Miss Lady. Okay, I'm a cheap <laughs> motherfucker. He didn't just start exuding that. With that being said, I would say to her, next time she needs to be a better, better judge of character mm-hmm. instead of criteria. You understand what I'm saying? What she's willing right. to do and what she's not. Apparently, he was cheap from the gate. You right. know what I'm saying? And, and here's the whole thing. It's, it, a lot of times with relationships and how, somebody, how the other person treats you has to do with 
what you put out. You understand what I'm saying? Now, she may be putting, I'm independent, this and that, another whoop de wop wop whoop you know, out and saying, you know, I'm this, I don't tolerate this and that, another. But at the end of the day, you don't really know how they are commiserating between each other. You understand what I'm saying? So he might have, you yeah. know, he might have did this shit once before and she accepted that shit. And so now he mm-hmm. feels like he can do it again. My thing is let the motherfucker go. So he can go find mm-hmm. somebody else to do, you know what I'm saying, and, get, you know, get on, you know what I'm saying. And um, and let me just say, it's nothing wrong with being independent, but at a point you do when you find the right man, and I have to say this to whatever ladies is listening, there's a point where you have to fall back, you know what I'm right. saying, get independent and let somebody, you know, let that man do for you, you understand what I'm saying, you know. And not just, I'm, you know, I'm so independent. I don't need you to do a motherfucking thing for me. And what I would say to that bitch is, I'm going to need you to go get a fucking dildo and get the fuck up too. You don't need a relationship. And I know I just went all over the map with that shit, didn't I? But <laughs> that's what it is. That's me real right there. And, and here's a little background. Um, you know, like I said, he does recently got out of a marriage. And, I, and you know, it, this is one thing about this. He is supposed to be, he's supposedly in the church and stuff like that, in the gospel music community, and we all know that there's a lot of stuff going on in the gospel music community, and that's a lot of closet case queens, girl. You know, that's a lot of, you know, you know the girls are in the gospel music community, and there's, there's been some questions, too, if this brother's on the download, too, because he was with this, he was, he yeah, girl. He just got out. And Brittany knows we talk about it all the time. I think she just messes with him because she she ain't really thinking about Fred, but she just messes with him. So we just have something to talk about. But he just got out of a marriage with this girl less than a year ago. Oh wow, that is crazy. And he, girl, and he's already on the chat lines, girl. And when he was married to the girl, he used to go to the swingers club. And it's kind of funny how he had all these gay friends like. And even now, now that you see him out, every time you see him with the guy, he said, "Oh, this is my brother. This, oh, this is my brother." Wow, girl, I'm telling you, you got a whole lot of brothers. Is this is he down low? I mean, girl, I don't know. We need that's a whole nother story. I think you should uh, uh, get on that topic tomorrow. On Thursday, we're going to talk about that eventually because, you know, I, one thing about it is it's like a lot of these women, and you would be surprised, like I, like, like I tell these women all the time, don't think that you are above the whole download thing. Don't think that it, won't, it can't happen to you because there are so many women now that are dealing with this, with this situation to where they thought that they were dealing with a man that was 100% nigga. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, he's been screwing all types of niggas, and you didn't know. Like seriously, so it's one of those things that we have to be aware of who 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 we're dealing with because Crystal was that type of person, and she was putting up with all this type of stuff when she was with this guy. And the thing about it is, is like, you know, after she's not married to him anymore, like you know. She's a lot happier, you know what I'm saying, and she's, you know, starting to get her stuff together because she, she was dealing with a lot of low self-esteem issues and stuff when she was with him. But the thing about it is he never wanted her. And, like, nobody can say for sure if he's been with other men, but there's been a lot of speculation. 
But the thing about it is, like, but one thing we can say, when he was with her, like, he was really dogging her out. And it was, and it was like, one of those things, like, to where she had to come to the senses to, like, she wanted something better for her daughters and for herself. You know what I'm saying? So it was just one of those things where, you know, um, he was trying to get with my friend Brittany, you know, while they was together. So it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, 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 just, it's just crazy, you know. And, you know, he, ne- he never ha- has anything to bring to the table when he's dealing with somebody. He never has anything to bring to the table. But, I mean, I guess a lot of women have, have felt for him before. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Let me just say this real quick. Your friend's man is trade, honey. And it's simple as that. It, 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 that's it. He's trade. And, you know, and just real quick, because I want to hold it up. You know I got to talk about this drag race. I got to do my video. But I want to say real quick, going back to the Gaga. Oh, Lord. I think Lady Gaga is a stunt queen. I will say that the bitch is a performer. She can perform, and she's an entertainer. But she's just, you know, she's a stunt queen to me. And I just think that her shit's going to run out. She is not going to be as long-lived as Madonna was when she was turning, you know, and doing stunts and things. Her shit will be short-lived. Right. I kind of feel that way about Nicki Nicki Minaj, too. Yeah, you know what? I feel the same way. I don't feel like she's going to last very long, either. Like, not trying to hate on her or nothing. I applaud her for everything she does, but it's just going to be a matter of time before her time runs up because stuff gets different. And it's like she's not switching it up or anything. She's just like, I don't know. She ain't well, really. I'm sorry. When like she's you, giving you don't have to thing. switch it up. Uh-huh. When, when you're doing you, you don't have to switch it up. This is the issue that I have with the Gaga. I really think Nicki Minaj is being herself. The only thing I don't agree with is all that ass she put on. As far as, like, what she did to her face was fine, but that ass shit she did was a bit much. But I really think that's her personality and who she is. That's why I think Mm -hmm. she'll last for a little bit, you know, a little bit longer than the Gaga. I think the Gaga, like I said, is just a stunt queen. I think Nikki is doing Nikki. You know what I mean? Now, do you think, what do you think about the whole beef that she had with uh, Lil' Kim? Do you think that uh, she was trying to bite Lil' Lil' Kim style, or do you think that she was, because I think there's, there's a difference between, like, like, because I know we all have people that we look up to. It's, it's a difference between um, looking up to somebody and having, a, you know, having them as a role model or being influenced by them versus just biting their style totally. And I don't think it's anything wrong with that, but if Nicki Minaj is, like, you know what I'm saying, influenced by, Lil' Kim, then I think she needs to be paying a little more homage. You know what I'm saying? But that whole situation is is just a mess. I don't see it. You don't see it? Right. Lil' Kim came for her. That was the reason why she stopped paying homage to her. But here's my thing. To me, Lil' Kim, what Lil' Kim does is different from what Nicki Minaj does. Lil' Kim, she was strictly smut until the bitch had to go to jail, and that's when the bitch came real. 
that's when the bitch really started rapping about something. Other than that, it was all dicks and how many could I take to the lip, you know, to how many dicks can I lick to, you know. She was all about dicks and, you know, money. That was what right. that bitch was right. about. She was about that. With with Nicki Minaj, from what little bit I understand, she does a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I think she did pay right, homage right, to Lil' right. Kim. I think it's time for Lil' Kim to sit her motherfucking nose and her face down <laughs> and <laughs> take a minute and look at that motherfucker and spend some time getting that sick. I think that she needs to step aside because she's done. Put a fork in that bitch. She is done. It's over with. Yeah. I don't need to see another green nor orange wig out of that bitch. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she done took it there. It's it. That's it. And you know what? She is such a beautiful girl. Like, she don't even, I wish she wasn't even do herself like that. If she could just stay formal and casual, she would be cool. It's just like when she got with all them colors and stuff, it's like she just, she becomes weird to me. Like, and like you said, that's going to run out pretty soon. Like, it's we not going to want to see that no more. It's been ran out. <laughs> she, she's just trying to make a real, I'm sick of that bitch. She, I like Lil' Kim, and I used to boom her shit, and her pink CD was my shit. But I'm saying that she really done paid homage to Nicki Minaj, and now I'm ready to shade the bitch. Because really, the truth be told, the bitch only got her fake bait. Her face bait. Her face bait. <laughs> she is going off. But she did too much. She did it because other people were doing it. That bitch needed to age gracefully, act like a fucking lady, and a real lady knows when the fuck to leave. And that bitch right. just didn't see the cue card, and she just didn't take her cue. But I'm gonna need her to right. see the cue card. I'm gonna need her to leave. Now, my thing cool. is, it's like, do you think that's 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 um an issue with a lot like like with the older MCs, like they're not really trying to help these younger MCs out, like the girls that's trying to come on the scene. Do you think that they need to start kind of like help, helping these girls and trying to groom these girls instead of trying trying to attack? Them? I I, I do because it's like. When they see somebody else coming up, it's like it ain't even like they're trying to help. It's, it turns into a competition. And it shouldn't, right. it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be no competition. It should be us trying to help one another come up because everybody, everybody likes money. Everybody needs the money, especially with the economy being the way it is, and it shouldn't be no competition. But I hate to say it. That's what it is, though. It's, it's just a competition to get to the top. Who's going to make it first? I think that the old need to sit their old asses down, continue to do what they've been doing. I sit the fuck down. I don't believe that rap is not the same as it was when it first came out. And, you know, I'm, I'm older. Definitely not. Definitely not. It's yes. some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Either they calling you a bitch or you fucking dropping, rolling and flipping. Let me run a credit card now, your ass bitch, doodle doodle. You know, some bullshit. What the fuck? Next thing to And it's even going down to the babies. You know what I'm saying? It's rubbing off on these babies out here. Like, I don't know if y'all seen it on YouTube, but it was like. What, how old was that little girl? She had to be like six or seven. I mean, dropping it low, doing the splits, cussing, and, you know, rapping lyrics. And, and I'm like, they really got this little baby on YouTube doing this, and they laughing in the background. Like, this shit is cute. There's nothing cute. And I just think this, I mean, you know, with this music coming up, like you said, it ain't like it used to be back in the day. 
You know, when it's people are rapping about positive it's stuff, it's like today they're rapping about shooting, and it's all about sex, money, and drugs. And they just, mm-hmm. just rub it up into the community. And I think that has a lot to do with these killings, too. But you killings, know, like, murders, and drug dealing. And yeah, it's, it's been a lot of People think it's an image now. thing, and it's not. Right, right. And my thing is, and, and, and what's really ironic about it is, a lot of these rap artists ain't even living that lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? They're not living that lifestyle. These niggas getting this money, and they are not coming back to the community, and they will not come back to the community, and they will not contribute to the community. But yet, y'all out here living this lifestyle. Y'all killing yourself up. And this shit, they ain't even living nowhere near the hood. They wouldn't come back to the That's hood. That's like, I don't know if you know that, that boy to. group, The Clips. Have you heard of them, The Clips? They used to be with Neptune. You, you heard of them? The Clips, the one that's seen grinding. Yes, when I read up on their background, they, all that stuff they be talking about, they're from a, they come from a suburban area. From a two-parent right. home, they didn't even grow up in no hood, no nothing like that. So you are absolutely right about how these people out here is portraying themselves to be something that they're not. You don't know nothing about the hood. You just resting mm-hmm. off of what you've seen off TV, and you just basically jocking. Boy, book get together. That's, That's the thing. I don't like people like that. If you gonna rap yeah. about some rap about from where you really come from. Right. Yeah, you're right. That's true. And if you, if what you do is flip burgers, rap about that. <laughs> the fact that, I, and I'm telling you, man, I, it's crazy how the rap has an effect on these young kids. Cause my friend, you know, I don't want to put her name out there or nothing like that, but her daughter was seven years old, the same grade as my daughter, same age, everything. I mean, she knew every Nicki Minaj lyric there was. I was disappointed. I was disappointed because you, there's no way you should be allowing your seven-year-old to listen to no Nicki Minaj. I wish my daughter would. I wish my daughter would tune in to that, that girl. I don't knock her. I applaud her for what she do, but I don't feel like my daughter should be listening to you. She's too young. No. You're too no. stupid. Not at all. <laughs> But then they yes, and, 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 and I agree with you on that. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about it is, and it's sad, like, these kids can tell you everything. They can tell you what Gucci Mane doing. They can tell you They can tell you about everything that's going on in the hip-hop world, but they can't even tell you. They can't even put a, a damn basic sentence together. They can't exactly. even. They can't yeah, even, exactly. Exactly. They can't even read at a basic, you know, sixth-grade level, but they can tell you everything that's going on. It, it's sad. It's really sad. And and I and I fault the parents. I fault the parents. parents you know? It ain't nobody's fault but the parents' fault. But you got to remember that we at least two generations in of lost generations. You know what I'm saying? This is the generation of the, the beginning of the teen parent out. You know what I'm saying? When that shit started right. happening, this that generation. This is the generation right. when grandmama's 25. You know what I'm saying? Your grand is just 30. You know what I'm saying? They trying to raise each other. And that just ain't how it goes, you know, and everybody's turning their head, and ain't nobody trying to say, uh, she need her motherfucking ass whooped because she shouldn't be (laughs) jiving to that song. They too busy talking about, girl, look at my baby girl, your boo-boo, Shalaka, did you see her, girl? Check it out. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, you need to beat your child's ass. She's 
damn fool. You know what I'm saying? I'm acting up or whatever. No, they kids for a reason, and we parents for a reason. To hell with that shit. What they doing now? This generation, at least two generations in, is just practically lost. They have no clue. Mm -hmm. None. Right. But but y'all, that note, I'm gonna much love to y'all on that note. I'm gonna have to get off of here. But when y'all come back, I'm going to try to come on and see, you know, come for the show. But I'm going to have to get off of here and talk about these drag hoes. Well, we really appreciate you for coming on. And I'll be in contact with you because I really wanted to thank you just for coming in and just sharing with us for a little while today. And I hope you'll be back in the future. I will. And thank you for having me. Okay, no problem. We'll we'll talk to you. All right. Much love. Much love to you, too. Bye-bye. All right, Miss Chan. I think it's just me and you. We're gonna wrap this show up in a couple minutes. We got three minutes left, but okay. I want to thank you for coming in because we we don't have to have you for a regular person to come on the show like on a regular basis. Most you you really keep most your hood. Yeah, most definitely. So, so tell us about um. We know you were on the show, and you're gonna be on the show um another local show in Indianapolis this upcoming Friday. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And tell us about what you're doing right now and about um, how you've been getting back to the community as well. Well, we're with, um, I'm with a group called Dollhouse Models, um, big up to Danielle. Um, and basically all we're doing is, like, we're not just a group of pretty faces. It's like we're a group who gives back and, you know, we're we're into our community. And as a matter of fact, we have an upcoming event to where we're going to be um, – Actually, helping out at Raleigh Children's Hospital here shortly. Um, I'm I'm gonna get back to Danielle on that. But um, okay. um, and we're also supposed to be like picking up around the, you know, going with the um the green thing. You know how you're helping the environment and stuff. Green so, Yeah, we're gonna be like doing. Some, yeah, we're gonna be doing that to where we're going around, you know, picking up and helping the community. It's just little stuff like that. We're not your. We're just not your average. Model group, and you're going to see I a lot more of it. I think she called me while I was on air. I'm going to have to get back with her because I want I, what I really want to do is do a show because um, I know a lot of young girls now, um, you know, um, are now looking into the modeling thing, and a lot of girls that get caught up in the negative aspect of it or the negative side, or they get hooked up with people that um, are pretty much predators. And I really want to do a show with her. I'm going to get back with her because I know she called me. But I want to do an upcoming show about what to look for, what you know, things to avoid when you're looking to get into the uh, modeling industry and stuff like that. So um, I really want to do that just because I know a lot of our, especially our young black black women, they're being targeted, you know, like that. You know, and a lot of times you sign away a lot of your rights too, and you don't even know it. So I really want to do a show to educate people on that. You know what I'm saying? Well, I I will definitely look forward to that because I'll be a I'll definitely be a guest on that show because I would love to state my opinion. But my phone is about to die. I don't want it to die on you, but I just want to thank you for yeah, being well, on your we show. Yeah, we got less than sixty seconds in the show, but um, we will right. be back here on Thursday. Um, join mm-hmm. us then. Um, we'll have the whole cast here, hopefully. You know, and we'll see what happens, but. Um, thanks again for everybody for checking us out. Until next time, take care and may God bless. All right. All right.